grow in loving God with all our heart, mind, soul, and spirit, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. Today we are taking a look at the fourth chapter of The Imitation of Christ, and it's titled The Prudence in Action. Now I think there are actually very important words for us in this chapter, particularly pertaining to how often we get these bite-sized nuggets of information without considering where it came from, what it might be doing, who's behind it, and how it might be used, especially today. There's just all sorts of information. It's so easy to not be wise in using it well, and we can sort of be obstinate in our own opinions. And so I'm going to jump right in at the fourth chapter of The Imitation of Christ, Prudence in Action. Do not yield to every impulse and suggestion, but consider things carefully and patiently in the light of God's will. For very often, sad to say, we are so weak that we believe and speak evil of others rather than good. Perfect men, however, do not readily believe every talebearer because they know that human frailty is prone to evil and is likely to appear in speech. Not to act rashly or to cling obstinately to one's opinion, not to believe everything people say or to spread abroad the gossip one has heard, that is great wisdom. Take counsel with a wise and conscientious man. Seek the advice of your betters in preference to following your own inclinations. A good life makes a man wise according to God and gives him experience in many things. For the more humble he is and the more subject to God, the wiser and the more at peace he will be in all things. You know, honestly, when Thomas Akempis says this, for very often, sad to say, we are so weak that we believe and speak evil of others rather than good. I sort of shy away because I don't necessarily want to think of myself as this weak person. And because of that weakness, I don't want to think, oh, no, this is why I do all these things. But as I actually reflect on my life and my actions and my accomplishments, I must say I am weak and I am in need of help. And it's especially dangerous when I don't recognize that I'm this weak person, that I need Jesus' help through his Holy Spirit. And those are the times when I miss what I should really be doing. You know, it really is crucial to consider all the ways that we can speak and all the ways in which our information age has just pushed us more and more to these bite-sized nuggets of information where it is very easy to feel like we know what we're talking about, but we only know so little. Now, I can think back on my life and I can see the ways in which I've used headlines out of context or I've taken bits of pieces of articles and books just to fit my own opinion. And I'm unfortunately very shocked about how often I've done this. And it's an all too easy temptation to constantly fall into that way of twisting information to please my own perspective because we can do this with anything. You know, I can, I can use Imitation of Christ to sort of twist it to meet my needs instead of actually letting it push me towards a place of reflection. So Thomas Akempis says this, he says, not to act rashly or to cling obstinately to one's opinion, not to believe everything people say or to spread abroad the gossip one has heard. That is great wisdom. And I think we should consider that a little bit more and more often think about this. What is the opinions that I hold to? Am I obstinate about them? Do I just find, find the information that follows my own opinion? And how quickly do I just believe what other people say about it? 
I mean, I think we've all heard about confirmation bias, but I think it's very important for us to consider, does this actually fall into line for me? Or do I think that I'm above it? Because if we are honest, we are all weak and we've sort of all failed in, in different ways and we all need Christ's forgiveness. And then again, Thomas says this, do not yield to every impulse and suggestion, but consider things carefully and patiently in the light of God's will. And I don't think I do that. I don't think I always stop and consider and care patiently what is God's will for me today or something. I don't always do that, and I don't always sit in like a little bit of stillness to just escape from all the craziness that's going on. But I actually quickly go from activity to activity as my heart just constantly desires the next thing or the next YouTube video or the next post or the next thing that I can read. And I'm always sort of scrambling and thinking, oh, I need to read this book and I need to read that book and whatever. And it's all these impulses and suggestions that are coming into my head of like, all oh, the more I need to do, I need to do, I need to do. But that can change when we're actually sitting in stillness with our God, growing and loving him and loving our neighbors as ourselves. It is wise to be with God and not just always to think that we have to get more and more information, to always consume all this extra stuff. It is good to rest with God and sit with him. Now, I hope you've actually also taken other things from chapter 4 in the imitation of Christ. I just shared a little bit from what I learned and hopefully uh, from my own thoughts that I hope you will learn from or just find it encouraging or whatever it might be. And I continue to hope and pray that the content of this podcast will help you to grow in loving God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength and to love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm.